So, we left off our story with our group clearing out the undead children after assisting Flanagan, Calligan, Calligan, after assisting Calligan with the retrieval of Flanagan's family, which we found were all, or the two children were turned to zombies and murdered their mother. They cleared out that room and returned to Flanagan, who then gave them the letter to make the guards leave them alone, as it had all been set up to blame them on purpose. Uh, as they left, he shot himself in the temple with his own crossbow, and which Calligan gave you his gear as your reward, and some gold, of course, uh, including his gold wedding ring. Can't forget that. He just <laughs> took it off that guy and gave it to you. Uh, uh, something about the will or something. Nah. Everyone's dead, so... Uh, either way, you went to the inn to rest up the night for the night before the festival, and that's where you find yourself starting. Okay. All right, let's see here. I feel like I rested for so long. So, uh, you wake up about eight hours later, so make sure you have a long rest on both of you there. I'm pretty sure you already did, but just to make sure. Uh to the sound of music and laughter from the tavern below the inn. Oh, finally some good news. <laughs> Let's go see what the hubbub is about. Yes. Also, Let's... thank you for cuddling me. I I know I cried myself to sleep and I appreciate you saying nothing about it. I don't think we need to say anything about it anymore. Agreed. <sighs> Alright, you guys head downstairs and see the taverns packed with people drinking and a group of gnome musicians playing music in the corner. Uh, you make your way through the crowds to grab a drink and head outside to avoid the cluster of newcomers who just came in. Outside, there's music in the distance coming from the city center and waves of people dressed in all types of clothing walking around. You can hear the yells of people from the market trying to sell their goods from far away, masked only by the sound of an anvil that beats rhythmically. You touch your pockets still full of recent gold and the ring you still need to pawn. Uh, I'm gonna take the the ring mm -hmm. and give it to uh, Professor Cranberry and be like, "I'm ashamed to have this. Please take it from me." Well, all right, it's shiny enough. Can I appraise it? As being a gnome and growing <clears throat> up in a village full of tinkerers, and how do you know mine ore very well, or would the dwarf who just handed it to you know it maybe better? The dwarf would probably know it better, but I can, can tell always that give it a shot. I yeah. can tell that it's gold. Can't yeah, 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 yeah. you I've sold a lot of gold? gold. You sold a lot of gold around marketplaces. I mean, it's let's find it's out the currency. Let's find out. All right, been watching that gold market. <laughs> <laughs> what do I? Uh... Oh, I'll just roll first. I'll figure it out once we get there. Okay. That's a natural 20. It doesn't matter what we're going to decide. <laughs> uh, you're able to ascertain the uh, gold band seems to be uh, kind of denser than normal, so it's from uh, further away than normal. It probably fetched about 100 gold pieces just for its material alone. Sick. All right. We could get a pretty penny for this. I'll have none of that. Well... I'm still, like, shuddering from the experience we just had with those two children. <laughs> I put the ring in my pocket, and I am much more interested in what's going on than what happened. All right. So I follow the sound of the music. 
All right, you uh, you have the courtyard that has the music and everything, or you have the market that has a lot of people. I want to go to the courtyard and see what's what's happening today. Okay, so you head to the city center. The city center. Uh, it seems a stage has been set up and a band is playing. Groups of people gather around, getting drinks and food from stands around the city center. Uh, it's not very late, uh, but you see a lot of people moving around. Uh, trying to find like inns and taverns to kind of solidify their places to stay and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, the normal festivities are just kind of going on in here. Nothing special at the moment. Okay. Okay. Seems like people are just starting to get here for the night, and this seems to be the festival before. Okay. Everyone's everyone's pre gaming for I'm, something. I'm starting to get kind of an itch for the ale. Yeah. Well, let's let's go. What are whistles? Yes. All right, it's Lit. pretty easy. There's stands around that are selling food and drink in the moment that people have brought in. Uh, there are, you see, uh, one of the halflings from the tavern actually has their own stand set up and they're serving their own specialty and everything. But there are different stands, of course, for different foods and drinks that you're looking for. Um, would it be possible to use my tinker tools to fashion myself a, uh, a helmet or a hat that has two flagons of ale uh, I mean the market's got tubes some hats and stuff you can probably go drink. buy and then probably tinker with real quick yeah okay yeah I'd like to I'd like to do that all right I'd like I'd, I've got an idea for that and I, I want to scamper around and yeah you just said uh, like I would just you just have to head to the market to go check that out and find a hat that would fit for what you're looking for I'm going to the market uh I'll stick to drinking ale I'll see you around okay poor good okay I give a wink and then I literally skip away. All right, and I shudder. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm just staying in the courtyard and everything, watching people come by. You see mm-hmm. lots of different creatures and others. You see some dragonborn any, gnomes. Any suspicious? Few dwarfs. No, nothing suspicious. A lot no. of people wearing a lot of a uh, lot of fancy clothing and colorful things. Okay. There seems to be a lot of the people that won't be participating in events, most likely, but more of the rich and more wealthy looking to make sales and stuff like that. Okay. Not really the competitors for the events that will be occurring over the week. Alright. Uh, so I saw that Halfling's Ale house. It's specifically the one from where you guys are staying, the Halfling home. Oh, you so I've, the... I've already drank from there. I oh, wanna, of course you I want to yeah. try something new. Okay. Uh, is there any like weird looking... Uh... There is a single dwarf without a shirt on uh, who's standing on top of his own stall. Seems to be selling alcohol in these vials, but he doesn't seem to have very much of a crowd in front of him. Everyone seems to be kind of avoiding it. He catches my curiosity. All right. Kind of head over there. Oh, well, hello there. Hello. I see you're looking for a drink. Yes, uh, you've you've garnered my uh, curiosity. Oh, perfect. You'll see here, and he brings out a little vial. What I have here is the strongest ale made to man, dwarf, and elvish kind. Nothing can beat this. One drink of this, you'll find yourself neck deep in a trowel with pigs right up your ass. Oh, I've I've had much sorrow. Give it to me. Uh, Alright, but payment's up first here. It's a ten gold piece of uh, a vial. I'll I'll take it. Alright, give him ten gold pieces. Yes. It's quite spendy. Yeah. I've spent more. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, nine. Okay. 
Alright, he hands you the vial. Good oh. luck, my friend. Mm. I, I take a look at the, the glass. Do I see anything weird about it? No, it actually it seems to be almost like perfectly clear. Uh, if you didn't if it didn't tell you it was alcohol, it almost looked like it's just water and a little stopper. Uh, almost resembles holy water to a point. Hmm. Okay. Alright, well I I pluck off the As soon as you pluck it off, you can immediately smell that this isn't just mere water. The amount of alcohol coming from this almost burns your nostrils. Uh, so, I take a swivel and... Oh, and you almost pass out just from the smell. Oh my gosh. It's strong. Stronger sure. than you've ever imagined it would be. I take just a the mere sip. Alright, go and make a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. Alright, uh, you take just that little bit of a taste just to see. Immediately you feel your tongue almost like it's caught on fire oh. as it like slimes its way down your throat and you feel a hundred degrees hotter. You almost want to just rip your clothing off then and there, but you're able to control yourself a little bit there. Uh, you're trying to like fight back and notice you're, you're, you're wobbling backwards, oh. stepping on your own heels before you bump into someone who knocks your balance back into place. Kind of just jolt back to attention for oh. a second, but you're already... You're feeling like you're just getting off of being drunk. Was that just a sip? Just a sip. Oh my gosh. Alright. Um, I kind of think strategically how I could use this. Mm -hmm. uh, and put this away in my, my pouch and give the... the Is he a younger dwarf? Or no, no, no. I mean, I mean, you'd be able to tell. He's kind of an older dwarf. Very much older dwarf. Okay. Thank you, Elder. Yeah, good luck to you there, friend. Oh, and I, I kind of... Like after that experience, I stumble my way to like a, a food cart. All right, you kind of stumble to a food cart and just start soaking up all the bread you can and just making it way, making it your uh, down your gullet there, just to oh. soak up something of that so you don't feel like this nasty hammer just hit you in the head. <laughs> um, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. So inside the bustling stalls that have been thrown together today, people are crammed inside looking at clothing, food, and trinkets. A few stands seem to be selling weapons and armor from other areas. There's also a single stall that seems to be empty with a woman with blindfolds covering her eyes. Ooh. That catches my attention, and I still have my, my tinker idea on my mind, but I I kind of scoot over onto her. All right. You and say, Good morrow. What? Hello. Hi there. My name is Professor Cranberries. Oh, it's nice to meet you. May I, I sit? Uh, is there a chair in front of the stall? I don't mind sitting on the ground. Then that's fine by me. What can I do for you? What, what can you do for me indeed? What, uh, what is it you do here at your tent? This oh, is the market after all. Yes, I sell items from far, far away that some cannot comprehend. You have piqued my interest. Ah, uh, of course. Come would you, closer. Would you show me your wares? Please come closer. I I approach. Even closer. <laughs> I get I get really close. I actually I our noses bump and then I kind of back off just a second. She lifts her hand up. <laughs> like this dust goes into your face and like hits your eyes for a second. You end up rubbing it out, trying to get it out of your eyes, coughing Ooh. a little bit. But uh, you notice when you <laughs> open. Uh, mm. The blindfold on her seems to be glowing, and you can see her eyes looking at you, and her entire oh. table is full of items. Oh. 
Um, incredible. Let me see here. Tell me, tell me, what is it you've done? What, what, what was that? I, I must know. It's a simple disguise spell. Uh, but on here you see magic. Uh, a band, beads, some candles, a uh, little case, some stones, uh, amulets, uh, weird-looking gem, token, a uh, couple of hats, a uh, horn, uh, about six, no, eight different little wands. A uh, couple Ooh. of instruments, uh, key charms, orbs, a um, couple of pipes, a pole, a pot, a couple of random potions, a uh, rope, um, blah, 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 uh, two staffs. Um, yeah, just a bunch of stuff on her table. You have quite the menagerie. I've collected a lot over the time. Tell me... Is there any significance behind some of these items? Uh, each one of them enchantments. Each one of them is magical on its own. Each one is a hundred gold pieces. Oh, oh dear! It is low for magic items, I know. Um, having being being pretty familiar with magical items, can I maybe uh? Do I sense any kind of uh? Sort of deceit in the air. Is she? No, she, she sort of. She you know, seems. These she up? seems to be telling the truth. But go ahead and give me a uh, insight check. Oh, this is much worse than a natural <laughs> twenty. <laughs> um, insight. That's a seven total. No, you're pretty sure she's telling the truth. She doesn't seem to be lying about what what she sells. Okay. But none of it seems anything abnormal in the rest. All of it's kind of equal in what it is. Uh, well, miss, I'm sorry. My manners have escaped me. What is your name? My name is Tara. Tara. I am Professor Cranberries, and I am a master of the arcane. Do you have anything that would suit someone of my ability? Any of these items you see are magical. Any would suit any magic person's needs, but I cannot tell you what they do. Hmm. For I know not. I am just the collector. May I inspect them? You may try, yes. They are very picky. I, I'd like to approach the wands. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's quite a few wands. Um, none of them seem to look really any different. Um... You notice the first four uh, are about the same size and shape. Um, really can't tell anything different from them. And then another eight of them all seem to be made of a different type of wood. Hmm. You said you can't tell me what these wands do. I'd have to find out for myself. True. But I cannot have you use them unless you buy them. I understand. Well... You have very interesting wares. I don't want to take up much more of your time if I'm not interested in purchasing something yet. I might swing back your way. Will you be here all day? I'll be here all week for the festival. Wonderful. It was great to make your acquaintance, and I I, I just kind of touch her on the hand. All right. And then I, I say, I will see you later. That you will. Uh, while you're saying your goodbyes to her, you feel like a bump on you. Like, all of a sudden, like someone ran into you. Uh, 
and you look behind you. Hold on. Come on. Uh, you look behind you and see a small child uh, look up to you. Oh, sorry about that. It must be really small. Uh, we're probably white. <laughs> basically. Uh, before continuing into the crowd. I check my pockets. I'm no spring chicken. You notice your coin purse is missing. Hey, you stop there! And you see them run off down I towards the chase. city center. All I right. give chase. You uh, chase them down for a while. Uh, you actually hear yelling, emotion yelling coming the from, whole time, and so. uh, you're able to hear Professor Cranberry's voice Gods! yelling at somebody. Gods, uh, we have a cut purse! And you see him run down an alleyway after this small girl who ran down there as well. Okay, I run after. All right. Uh, you hear like footstep, heavy footsteps behind you as you're turning down this alleyway. Uh, but as you do, confidence and chase faster. As you do, though, you see an empty street with construction at the end that has made it a dead end with rubble and wood panelings lying around. Huh. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, Korgud is right behind you. There's a cut purse about. Hmm. She might be hiding in this alley. All right, I'm gonna investigate. All right. What are you investigating? The, the alleyway. See where she's at. Well, where in the alleyway? Oh, at the end. In the okay. construction yeah. okay. zone. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to investigate for traps. Can I help him? <laughs> you want to help him? Yeah, I'd like to help searching for the girl as right. well. It's my coin. Go and roll all. advantage, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a 13. 13 plus. Uh, good question. Plus zero. <laughs> Negative one. Probably. Minus three. Ouch. Uh, zero. So 13? Yeah. All right. Uh, all you see is the rubble of like woodwork and random debris. You okay. don't see any re way she got out of here. Okay. Uh, it looks like she escaped with your gold. Uh, piddle sticks. Have you ever investigated? You could still investigate. I looked around with you. Oh, oh. You can still I mean you helped him a little bit. You yeah, can still do it yourself. Yeah. Alright. Oh, I won't complain. Dino complain. <laughs> That's a twenty We can math here. Twenty two. There we go. <laughs> uh so you look around and notice a round piece of wood acting as a porthole into the lower tunnels of the city. Ooh. Aha! And I fling it up in the air. You fling it open and it like bounces a little bit because it's attached to a spring. Huh. Very clever. Let's go get her. Let's go. Alright, inside you see a ladder uh, that reaches from the top all the way down into an area where you hear rushing water. Ooh. I just dive right into it and uh, <laughs> not into the water but into the tunnel and... I start looking around for any signs of where she might have went. All right, so you climb down the ladder or dive down. Can I fit in the, the hole? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. Right. Uh, it's like human shape. Oh, um, gotcha. Inside, you see the kid running in front of you into an open gated door before it closes abruptly. Uh, you hear the spring close the porthole above the ladder as well as the room becomes dark. Neither of you have dark. Do you have dark vision? We have dark uh, vision. I, dark know vision. I yeah, yeah. think I have dark Perfect. vision. Perfect. So uh, you hear the sound of water coming even faster all of a sudden and turn to see a wave of water coming to rush towards you. Yeah, I have dark vision. Sorry. Go and make deck saving throws. Okay. It's, uh, 
Eight. Yeah, eight as well. All right, both of you get picked up by the water as you're smashed into the gate. Whoa! Uh, and then you see uh, like another person actually get like rushed into it as well. Huh. And then as the water kind of goes away, you guys are basically right against the grate where she ran through. She runs back and stabs the person that also like popped through and they fall over dead right on the floor before the gate opens. Huh. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, She's dangerous. All right. Do we roll initiative? No. No. Oh, she's still like... She stabbed the guy and then ran back through, and the water is just... Dis- oh, we like, can't fit through? No, the, I mean, the gate's just closed right now. Okay, I'm going to open the gate. All right, yeah, you open the gate. Right, open no the problem. gate. Uh, and I, I have my Warhammer out. All right, so ready. leading with your Warhammer, you travel further through the gated door, and you find stairs. Okay. Take out my Wand of the War Mage and follow him. All right. All right. Uh... It's just a corridor that goes yep. up. Yep. Okay. This corridor goes up. So I start making my way up the stairs. All right. Uh, they lead you to a large underground warehouse. From here, you see the child run up a spiral staircase uh, to like this wooden structure that hangs over like the sewer area, mm. and hands a woman wrapped in dark clothes the purse. Stop uh, right there! The woman takes a takes the bow off the girl's he- head, and she turns into a goblin. Mm. Uh, the goblin then smiles down at you and heads into the room up the stairs. Okay. Come up. We have much to talk about. She turns around and goes in the room as well. We do indeed. Yeah. I march up the stairs. Yeah, and I come up behind him. Uh, you head up the spiral staircase and reach this woman's office. Uh, a large cloth rug lies out in the room covering its stone structure. A desk of light oak has papers and maps covering its surface. And a small couch is tucked away in the corner of the room. The goblin has crawled its way into a single chair draped in blankets. <clears throat> Sorry about our methods of getting you here. Had to make sure no one was following you. Pardon me, where are my manners? My name is Theobundrit, leader of the hands of Yartar. Uh, information is my game, and I got some I bet you would love to know. However, I need something done for me first. You could have just asked. Yes, but as you saw, someone was following you, and we took care of them. Mo- the person following me, was that a guard? I don't know. Well, it was someone. They wouldn't have followed us. You know what? We're here now. Why don't you go ahead and tell us where you are? Yes. All right. Uh, there's a creature that blocks an old escape route through the sewers. The city was able to force it to live there to prevent anyone from breaking into the city, but the entrance has been lost in time and the forest has covered it. However, I like to use it to smuggle goods into the city unnoticed by guards. Deal with the creature and I'll tell you what I know about Jay. Oh. A means to an end, I suppose. I don't like it. But this J person is no good, and if you're against them, then we could be allies. Okay. So I uh, tell us more about this creature. Yeah, yeah. I don't know too much about it. It smells horrible, and it lives near the uh, end of the sewers. Any person I've sent to try to deal with this ends up not coming back, so we've left it alone for now. How many have you sent? Three. Were they fighting men, or anyone with magic? Each one of the women were fighting women, yes. Ah, yes. Excuse me. Well, would you like us to retrieve them? Mm, if we they're can? probably gone. It's been years. Oh dear, years. Yes. Are you sure it's even still there? It's definitely still there. It hasn't left in over a century. What more out of this deal? We're risking our lives. Just for a bit of information is not enough. If you don't want the information, then you can travel back up the way you came, of course. 
Now come now. You're the bargaining sort. You understand. I understand I have make information. This, make this deal sweeter for us. You need something that's just as valuable in return. And hence the information. I know what you're looking for, freedom. I know the gods have been after you the entire time. I know they tried to blame it on me. It wasn't my cause that caused this entire event to happen. It wasn't ours either, and we have our freedom. We can take off from the n- Do next you think day. they'll let you keep that freedom very long, though? If they're still around, they'll still have a plot to take you down. I've been a fugitive before. Uh, she reaches over, grabs your coin burst that she had earlier, and tosses it back to you. That's at least not ours. I uh, try to catch it and drop it and pick it up. Um, we have the guards... Gosh, how do you say that? We have the guards' blessing. So. She opens another drawer. Brings out a little satchel. You hear it kind of ching. Fine, uh, I have a hundred gold piece offering then. See, now I'm much more interested. Yes. Theo? Alright. Give us the gold and we'll take care of your monster. Sure. Right. She hands you the gold. Alright, I, I inspect it. Make sure it's a hundred gold pieces. Okay. Um, don't ever trick us again. I hope I don't have to. Yeah. Off we go then. Right. Any information about ways to get there? Yeah, just keep traveling down further through the sewer. It ends any, abruptly. Any more traps? No, there's no traps. Just that one up front. Very well. All right. Oh, and right. I, I give a grimace and just... So you head back down the spiral staircase yeah. and keep continuing through the sewer. Yeah. Um, while you travel, you seem to find a weird fungus growing alongside the walls. Hmm. Uh, every moment or two, a puff of gas explodes from them, but uh, you're able to kind of avoid them pretty easily <coughs> without they getting into your face. Uh, it goes on for that for about uh, on like that for about a hundred feet before you turn uh, down towards a very dark cavern with dim light coming from just the far end of it. Hmm. Uh, the open cavern seems to be where the sewer ends and the forest begins to intrude. Uh, sitting in a pile of bones and rocks is a large creature that smells horrible. Its claws cut across the ground, leaving deep marks around it. Large boulders cover the exit and around the area. Uh, preventing the creature from leaving. Mm. Okay. Can I see if this creature is a, um, like, uh, gosh, what's it called? Is it undead or anything like that? A fiend? No, definitely not. Not a fiend? Okay. Just some kind of beast. Alright. Do you, do you have us? Do you, do you have our Yeah. What do you need? It's not a fiend. It's some sort of a creature. It's gray skin and smelly smell. Smellier than the sewer smell. And long, long arms and claws. All right, Corgood. Let's do this thing. Go rough him up. Okay. So, um, I'll, I'll initiate... Dude, uh, can I get a surprise attack on it? Is it sleeping? Uh, you're over here by the entrance. No, it's definitely not sleeping. Huh. 
Was Definitely not sleeping? Yes. Okay, can I... I'm gonna use... Maybe we can distract it somehow. Yeah, we could throw something in a corner or something. I could, I could make an illusion. Yeah. For it to chase. Yeah, do that. All right. Um. Let's see. Shoot. Let me see here. What do I have? I'm, I start flipping through all my notes of my big, almost as big as me leather-bound spellbook. And I cast, uh, I start speaking the words of the spell and cast an unseen servant uh, in the unoccupied space next to Korgood. Okay. And I instruct him to walk along the outer part of the wall all the way over to 60 feet from me. Sixty right here, and start just. Is there water in this room? Uh, yeah. There's the old water just that's on the to ground. Want to start splashing around, making noise. Okay. And uh, then, uh, I'll just take it from there. All right. You hear the splashing from your unseen servant, and the large creature stands up. Getting able to see it better now. It's long uh, legs and arms, kind of like dragged behind it as it gets up. And then kind of slumps over there before clawing at the water. Uh, and then deciding whatever it was isn't anything it can get. And goes back to its spot and kind of sits back down. Hmm. While, it's, while it's like that, do we have any opportunity on it? No. Like it's, what, 60 feet away from you guys? Yeah. It's, yeah. And you're not even in within vision of it. You have that door right, or that frame right there. One, only one of you is in front. And you have a lot of boulders in the right. A lot of boulders. Okay. Um, he's still out, and if he wasn't discovered, I want him to to start splashing again. Just trying to trying to kick up a kick up a little presence here. All right. It kind of does the same thing. Gets up, goes to look over there. All right. Can I take the opportunity to make a surprise attack while it's turned away? Uh, you can try to do something. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna run up behind it. Could you move my character? Can you move that far? Uh, I have 25 feet, so... So no. Five. Am I blocked by a wall right there? That's a wall right there, yeah. Okay, so go from here. So five. No, you can go diagonal. Okay, yeah. Yeah, five, 10, 15, 20, 25. You could range attack if you have anything like that, but... Um, I, I do have a ranged weapon. Are you moving stealthily? Uh, he's distracted, so I think I would have advantage on stealth. Anything? I mean, you're it's paying attention to something else right now. Yeah. So yeah, you're good stealth. Okay. So. But you have to move half movement when you're stealth. I'm not stealth. Okay. Yeah, because he's distracted. All right. Um. Yeah, so I'm gonna use my crossbow and just shoot him right in the back. All right. Yeah. Um. Is there any? Can I use radiant damage? No, it has to be a melee attack. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm just gonna use. Oh, I have my spell list. Duh. I'll use. It. See if I have anything to use from that. 
there should be sewer music or something like that. Oh, you want sewer music? Yeah, I do like sewer this music. It's pretty joyful music yeah, to slaughter yeah, a beast, yeah. too. <laughs> Let's see. I'll find it. I'll find you your sewer music. Cistern? Sure. Yeah. Hit it. Hit it and loop it. <laughs> Perfect. Alright. So I have checks from evil and good. Sound of truth. Speaking of hope. Hmm. Okay, so none of these are good for attacking. <laughs> so I'll just use my crossbow. It's a one D eight. Is it the new crossbow you got? Yeah. The the guy that committed suicide with yeah. crossbow? Perfect. It's got a plus two on it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and I'm proficient. Yeah, it makes so. you roll advantage. Okay. So, 12. That's 2. So, 14. And that, does it pass? 14 to hit? Yeah. Uh, it does not. You see it kind of just hit him and then just break on its own against his skin. Yeah, you're plus 1. Hmm? He said it was plus 1, right? It's, no, a, plus, plus two. it's a plus 2. It's a yeah, so yeah, plus 2. Yeah, so I got a 12, and so I, I rolled a 14. Okay. And you have yeah. no dex? Uh, no, I don't have any dice. Oh, okay. See, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, it, it just breaks on his skin and everything. And from that, it turns around and screams. <laughs> Go and roll initiative. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I got a nine. I got a six. Korgood, you're right back up to the yeah, top again. Man. We got a six and a nine. Well, I think we should take a moment. On three, okay? Well, I'll say nice, okay? One, two, three. Nice. nice. <laughs> anyway, so I'm first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this time I'm going to take my war hammer uh, and just bring it down with the radiate damage. All right, so, so you close up that space in between you and it. Run yeah. up right to it. We move his piece. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yep, I'm going to run it right to him and then... See what it takes to do the radiant damage. Um, D8 radiant damage plus one. Oh, cool. So first I gotta roll the attack. So if it's not against an undead or a fiend, what happens? You don't get the bonus. Yeah. I think it. It, isn't it just it's just D8. So it's one D8 radiant damage plus one D8 extra damage versus undead and fiends. So you don't yeah. use the you don't you don't add the extra one D8. Yeah. So there's. Just- so with my Warhammer, I have 1d8 plus 3 and then another 1d8. For if, yeah, if you it. use it. If you Got want it. to burn through a spell slot. Yes, and I do. And you'd get a okay. third one if it was undead, which is not. No. Okay, so roll for the attack. 19. To hit it? Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, well, more like it's 22, but whatever. Um, so it's 1d8. And what are you using? I'm using my Warhammer. Which has um, bludgeoning damage? or? Y- yeah, it's bludgeon. Okay. So it's 1d8. That's D10. Okay. Double pyramid. So 1D8, 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, one more. Oh, wow. Uh, 17. So 10 regular damage, 7 mm. radiant damage? Yeah. Okay. And that was 10 was with your bonus? Uh, yeah. Okay, so... And then... Damn, that was a good hit. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, I think that's all I can do. So. Alright, that makes it its turn. 
and it slams its fist down, uh, trying to hit you here. Mm-hmm. My AC is 20. Uh, and he got a 22. Damn. 2d6 plus 4. <laughs> Seven, uh, 11 damage. Okay. Um, and then it tries to bite you as well. Alright. And it misses that. Okay. Alright. Professor Cranberry. Alright, um. I waddle out. And I cast a firebolt on it since I want to kind of um, investigate this thing a little bit and uh, see what it is and what it's weak to and kind of examine it before I start just laying into it. And uh, so I gather up the fire energy and uh, does a... 19 plus 6 A 19 hits. will, yes. Damn. Right. There's <laughs> 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 only one damage Damn. from fire. You do one damage on it, and you see it kind of hits the skin and everything, and mm-hmm. kind of boils away and makes a screeching noise. <laughs> Ooh. That's a fire. Okay. All right, I take note of this. All right. He's weak to fire. Um, he doesn't like it. doesn't like it. Doesn't like that one bit. No. That's a back to Corgoot's turn. Yes. I don't have a torch, so. Oh, wait. Bonus. Is that a bonus action to move him? Yeah. Yeah, As a bonus action, I want to move my unseen servant over here to this area. What is what is? It's just dim. That's where the forest starts to overtake the sewer. Oh, okay. So it's actually dim light over there. All right. I just want to move him there for now. Okay. Doesn't seem to be a whole lot for him to do, but he's out, so we might as well use him <laughs> for an hour. Um, yeah, that's all I can do on my turn. Okay, I'm just gonna hit him again with my warhammer. All right, go and hit him with that warhammer. Yeah. That is a two. I miss. You're you doing do great, Corgood. It's right in front of you, but you swing wide. <laughs> <laughs> it's screech throwing you off. <laughs> Freak me out, man. Freaking out. All right. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. All right. Uh. It reaches down, almost looking like it's going to grab you, but ends up picking up that 10-foot boulder right next to you. Oh, shit. Uh, and throwing it towards the source of the fire that came at it earlier. Oh, Make dear. Make a deck saving throw as a 10-foot boulder comes out. Oh, 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 my God. Three. I'm going to use a lucky point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lucky point. Hey, that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, let's erase that boulder right there. Mm-hmm. The boulder comes at you, and you try to move, but end up slipping on the sewage uh, mess there as it, like, crumbles into you, taking... Thirteen bludgeoning damage. Oh! <laughs> and it being trapped by the rock. Am I prone? You are. All right. You're a prone. Uh, you still have access to your hands and stuff, but the rock's kind of, like... On your legs, so oh, it's making it God, hard to yeah. get up on your own. Go, go! Uh, and that Spinners! makes it your turn. <laughs> can I do anything? Uh, you can't move, but you can still use your arms. This you is also a, have this your, is a ten foot boulder. Yeah, you also have your servant. You just you're just kind of stuck under it right now. It's not a boulder. All right, a I um, I call my servant <laughs> over to me, 
Ask him nicely. Ask him nicely to help me get this boulder off of me. All right, go ahead and do. Uh, you want to do uh, athletics or an acrobatics? I'd be athletics. I'll uh, use a choice. Let's do acrobatics. All right, go and do it with an advantage. I'll just, I'll just try to slip out as we move it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do it with an advantage there. Ooh. Uh, 19, oh, 19 plus 120. All right, perfect. Soft. So you, with its little bit of assistance because it lifts five pounds and that's about it, uh, you're able to get just enough wiggle room for your small legs to kick themselves out oh. as it kind of crumbles back down there. Thank you, servant. I should probably name you. How about Paula? Paula. Thank you, Paula. There's a rock there now. <laughs> I imagine that's all I can do on my turn. Um, I can stand up. Yeah, you can stand up still. I stand up. You use your bonus action and you use your action I use the to escape the... to hide behind the boulder that was thrown at me. As best I can. All right, yeah, you're, able, you're pretty small. You're able to hide behind the boulder. All right, that I makes just catch it... my breath. We're <laughs> <laughs> good, Jane. All right. Um, I'll just hit it with my Warhammer again, this time using a second spell slot. To use radiant damage. Well, you don't have to announce you're doing that until after you hit. Oh, okay. So, roll for it. Oh, I. It got caught by the. I don't know what it was. I don't, I don't know. What it was. A 13. <laughs> plus, uh, uh, plus 5. So. 18? 18. Yeah, yeah you'll hit. Cool. Um, then 1d8 plus 3s. And then I'm going to use radiant damage now. Okay. Four, five, six, seven. Alright. Uh eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven damage total? Eight. Yep. Okay. Uh four radiant damage and um The rest is bludgeoning. Yeah. Gotcha. Bludgeoning. Alright. Uh is that it for you? Yeah. Alright, that ends it's your turn, so then it goes. Uh not knowing where the fire casting thing came from, turns its attention back to you with a slam again. And it hits. Damn. Dealing 12 damage. And then it tries to bite you. Okay. But does not again. Got it. Back to Professor Cranberry hiding behind rock. All right. Uh, I'm going to hide behind this rock. And then I'm going to scamper over to this rock and try to hide behind it. Okay. <laughs> it still seems to have not noticed you. Um, how much cover do I have behind this rock? Uh, that's a five-foot rock. So full cover? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, I just pressed myself up behind it, and I used my action to hide. Okay. Go and make I a, use my, a stealth check, then. And I'll use my bonus action to have uh, Paula do something. And not um, really knowing what's going on. 16 to hide. 16. Uh, I, I look at... Or not look at it, but I, I look in the direction of the gnome, wondering where he is. Oh, you no don't see I, me? No idea where he went. <laughs> and I just think... Coward. <laughs> no idea. He's probably just ran off on you or something. But he's... Uh, I use my bonus action to have Paula take this little rock here and throw it at the uh, at the creature just to get his attention, not to do damage. Yeah, I don't think it can do damage. It either. can't throw it that hard, but it can throw it hard enough to get there. All right, it kind of goes over there, but it doesn't seem to care too much. Go and reach that rock. We'll add another. <laughs> I hate my watch sometimes. It's telling me I'm lazy. <laughs> Mine too. I, right. mo I moved it around a little bit and said, "Good job." And like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Back to Corgood. I, I know. All right. Um, I'll this time. I'll take. Um, I'll I'll use my flail this time. Switch out for the warhammer, uh, and try and bash this thing's face in with my flail. 
15 again. To hit? Yep. Uh, or no, sorry, 18 again. Yeah, to, you'll hit. To hit. Um, 10, 11. 11 damage. 11 damage. Right on his face. Okay. Down, foul beast! <laughs> kind of a little flail across his face, but it's okay. Yeah. It almost seems like each wound you keep doing, like it keeps like regenerating almost. Uh, and healing the da- the damage you do. Okay. Uh-oh. It's fine. Cora. We'll ignore it. Uh, is that it for you? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, it attacks you again. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> slam and then that bite. Ooh, the slam misses. The bite doesn't. Ah. The bite definitely hits. It does six damage. Okay. It hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Professor Coward. <laughs> I emerge from cover and run over to this rock, mm-hmm. confident that he doesn't see me. Mm-hmm. Um, can I climb on top of it? Sure. So that would be what, five, or you want me to go around it? Yeah, get around it. 2025 2025 to get up there yep and then i cast i cast burning hands i put my hands in the formation and fire erupts from them all right from to about 10 feet above make you see a, a ray of fire just cover above your head i uh, just making it warmer underneath but not hitting you directly he needs to make a dexterity saving throw uh, he fails it awesome 3d6 damn Okay, that's 10 fire damage. And does that... Just just 10 fire damage and ignites any flammable objects that aren't being worn or carried around. There's any flammable objects that aren't being worn. Okay. And then uh, I have to stay there. Because that's all my movement. Alright. But I'll move my... Unseen Servant, again, with my bonus action over to here, a little closer, and I want him to take up this rock and try to get his attention again. Or right. to at least distract him. Alright, he throws the rock over there, but uh, he doesn't seem to be able to tell where it's coming from. He's more focused on the fire hitting him. Alright. From the back. <laughs> that makes it Korgood's turn. Alright. I'll take my... I don't know what she's up to. <laughs> Fight in the box. Um, I'm going to try something new here. I've heard that before. <laughs> uh, what is champion challenge? Well, I'm not gonna go into it. Never mind. Champion challenge. Yeah. Well, let's do it real quick. Yeah. It won't take long. Is it an ability you have? It says champion challenge. See the rules. Mm-hmm. What are you? I'm a. I'm a. You're uh, a paladin. Paladin. Oh, the crown. What's your oath? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, within 30 feet, you can decide to choose all enemies that they can't leave within 30 feet of you, as long as you stay within 30 feet of them. It's oh, fail a wisdom saving throw. Aggro. Oh, okay. So then, what's turn the tide? Turn the tide is you can use your action within 30 feet to give temporary H... No, to heal uh, party members within you that are at least with half health. 
which is I think a D6 plus your charisma modifier. Okay, so I'm, so it's a heal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I got the paladin features stuck up here. <laughs> you just happen to be playing the one I am. Ah. <laughs> All right, guess I'll just keep at it. Actually, no, I'm gonna disengage. All right, I'm gonna disengage and Russ, could you move me back behind that boulder, the five foot boulder? Um, and then I'm gonna use uh, cure wounds. Cure wounds a bonus action. Uh, you mean lay on hands? Yeah, lay on hands. Thank Isn't you. lay on action or lay on hands a full action? Uh, it doesn't say whether it is or not. I'm pretty sure it's full action. Let's see. Yeah, it doesn't say. I don't have any like bonus actions to heal myself, so. Um, so you just gonna hide behind the rock though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes it this creature's turn as it turns towards the rock where the fire came from and smashes down on it. Oh dear. However, it misses you, but breaks the rock. <laughs> uh, and you fall kind of prone behind it. Okay. She just go. Oh, my God. What did we get? What are you doing? Prone behind it, smash the rock. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't know where anyone else went. So it uh, just looks around in confusion. <laughs> and it's back to your turn. Okay. Um... I'll use my Unseen Servant first, as I'll take this rock and throw it at him, since he's looking for someone. Uh, he's got a strength of two, so I think he can at least huck a rock. Yeah, yeah. So he... Well, let's let him get a little closer, too. Just right up on him. Just He's going to throw the rock as hard as he can. All right. It just bounces off him once again, but he turns towards it this time. Sees nothing. Nope. I emerge from the rubble. Rubble. And I cast Burning Hands again, but from a second level slot. Okay. And that makes it 46. Can I use yours? Yeah. Uh, first, it needs he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. But he's also not looking at me, so he doesn't know it's coming. It Ooh, All right, that's damn. 15, 18 fire damage. 18, look at that. Does it, how's and the entire time the fire is emerging from my hands, I'm just cackling uncontrollably. Just <laughs> from the rubble of the rocks. I'm just confused. Uh, it's a, it screeches more and everything, but it's still standing. All of its body still attacking. Normally. Okay. And then I'm using my movement to run <laughs> behind this rock. Is okay. There, does he get an opportunity on you? No, no it doesn't. It doesn't oh. know he's there. Okay, yeah, it's behind him. Sweet. All, All right. right, that makes it Corgood's turn. All right, gonna use cure rock. wounds. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm just gonna go to slots. I've used two. Oh no, no, stop that. No, stop that. I say. Stop hurting yourself. Only heal yourself. <laughs> All right, just gonna do. Remember that I used it. Cast. Alright. Pow. So. 1d8. And then. Spell attack. It's 6. So 1d8 plus 6. 2. 8 health back. And okay. then. Um, hold on. 
We're just watching the cat. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I can't do anything else, so that's my right, turn. So you just stay hidden back there? Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes it its turn again. It turns around towards those two five-foot boulders and smashes at them, breaking both of them into basically rubble. Mine? Or his? No, the one's back right behind it. It turns around. Nope. No, no, no. no. The one's right behind it. Yeah, those two five-foot ones I made. Yeah, and have it turn towards that. Perfect. Uh, but nothing's there that it sees. So it yells once again in anguish. What's this thing look like again? Long, slender arms and legs and a very gray body with large teeth. But humanoid? Uh, no. no. More giant looking than human. Well, I mean, two arms, two legs. Yeah, and a head. And a body. And yeah. Okay. Cool. Looks like a troll. One could say that, yes. And I don't recognize it even from like any of my research or could, no. Anything. This one's pretty filthy. Could I recognize okay. it from being a underground dweller? No, these ones don't usually show Many their themselves under underground and everything. Uh, like you, you've heard tales of creatures that live in the sewers, but nothing. You've never seen them before. Okay. All right. Sweet. Um. So it's not my turn. It's your um. Turn. Yeah. Your turn. It doesn't know where you are still. Okay. Um. I wanna. I wanna distract this thing even more, and I wanna use press the digitation to make a a little sparkler firework. Uh, just ten feet from me, right here. Okay. And uh, I want him to come investigate that while Corgu might get an opening. Uh, it's a full action to do. And it can last up to an hour. So I just want it to just fizzle and go through all the colors and the rainbow and just kind of sparkle and be really alluring and interesting. All right. And uh, I'll have... I'll have uh, Paula go over to it right here and also splash around underneath it. All right. It's always a splash and the color thing going on. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, that's action, bonus action. So I'm just going to remain hidden behind this rock. All right. That that makes it a uh, core goods turn. All right. We use lay hands. Lay hands. Healing a lot. Yeah. I'm hurt. <laughs> so I'm going to use. I'll oh, stop that. Use five points of lay hands. And heal myself. All right, and that's it for me. All right, so the creature heads towards the light and tries to smash it once again, breaking that last rock over there, that little one, not the five-foot one. Uh, does your thing have hit points? Oh, yeah, he does, and an AC. All right, what, what is that? Uh, go ahead and try to hit me. It's a 20. Nat. That hits. Okay. And chances are it dies. We can find out for sure. He's got two. Oh, he's got one hit point. So any damage. Uh, eleven damage. Any damage. All right, it's gone. <laughs> but right. I don't think the light goes away. The light doesn't go away. No, that's still that's still fizzling it. and it interesting. There's just it. no splashing underneath it now. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for it. It tries to bite the the light too, but nothing happens. All okay. Right. Um, can I see Corgood from here? And can he? More importantly, can he see me? Yes, you can't look at that diagonal, that perfect diagonal right there. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to use hand signals to get Corgood to come out and 
attack this thing while he's distracted. I just look at him angrily. And I try. I try <laughs> to do my. Do I try to do my best to communicate. Just like <laughs> throat slash hammer punch. Okay. So I'm gonna. I, I get the hint. And uh, do, do you want me to roll for that? See if I get. No, that's no, fine. It's yeah? fine. He, okay. He's pretty obvious with it. Okay. I mean, you were gonna attack it either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So while it's distracted, um, I'm gonna run up behind it. Okay. Um, and then use my use that short sword with the emerald on it. Okay. Um, are there any powers to that thing? You don't know. You haven't had. Okay. To, you haven't had time to. Check so that's where you find out. Yeah, I'm gonna try and uh, slash it at its, uh, the tendons behind its legs. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what would that be? Sixteen plus short. I, it's I guess strength so. or uh, dex. Your choice. Uh, yeah. So 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 hit, and you'll hit it. Okay. So. Uh, um, okay. You slash with its behind its legs with this short sword with the emerald in it. Yeah. Uh, damage. The what's the? You never give me the stats of the short sword. It's normal short sword, right? Six now. In, uh, D six. Okay. Six inch. So D six plus anything. Six inch. One. Normal person die. Okay, so D six plus anything? Just your subway? normal, it's oh. a normal short. Your strength. Right oh yeah, plus my strength, yeah. I guess. So four. Four damage. Yeah. Okay, so you cut it with it. Uh, after you cut it though, you see the sword like an after image of it. Do the same thing again. So roll another damage die. <sighs> All right, so t- uh, five. Five. Five damage. Dope. That's cool. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. <laughs> And then roll a d4. Okay. Uh, eh. It's so hard to grab. <laughs> All right. Uh, four. Hey, four. All right. And you see, like, little flames hit after the after image hits it as well. That kind of burn in that spot you cut. Shit. Um, wow. Let's find it. Good weapon. Uh, and you sever its leg off. Damn! Holy shit! <laughs> so it kind of falls down and like balances itself with it, with its fists and everything. You want to put it, down? It's missing its left leg. So is it prone? Does it fall? Uh, it, it's balancing its, itself. Okay, okay. So it's not prone, but it, it is kind of like arm, one arm <laughs> down, one arm okay. down to hold itself up and everything. But you see its leg just kind of laying there. Okay. All right, and I, I look at the sword, shocked at what the fuck just happened. <laughs> like, what the. Holy shit! <laughs> just, I'm peeking just my eyes and nose over the rock, and I'm just just wide eyed at what just happened. And I, I catch his eyesight, and I'm like, "Yeah!" <laughs> Raising the sword in the sky. Uh, well, in the air. You see, you just see my hat kind of bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that makes it uh, its turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see that leg you cut off move five feet away from you. What the? <laughs> just kind of like like kind of heel scoots off. What? Uh, <laughs> Cora, <laughs> Cora, stop! Will you put this like right oh, by the little rock over there? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's Why? so funny! Why'd you have to do? Huh? Why are you causing mayhem and destruction? <laughs> you don't need to be in that box. <laughs> You're gonna be so many boxes to choose from. Other rock, other rock. Like the little one over there? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, it turns slowly towards you as it like kind of arches and just tries to bite you as it leans over. <laughs> Hold on. Alright. <laughs> cool. Uh, with a 20. Ouch. <clears throat> Natural. Owie. Natural 20. 
Eight oh, damage. Bless you, but as it uh, bites into you again. <laughs> and she's saying they came bounding over. <laughs> <laughs> that poor lady. <laughs> All right. Doesn't he have like his arm around her while he's doing that too? So she's just like <laughs> getting bobbed around. That makes it uh, <laughs> Professor Cranberry's turn again. Okay, um, I'm gonna climb up on the rock again, like I did last time, and use my. Oh, I still have two. Okay, uh, use another second level spell to cast Burning Hands on him as he is once again distracted. All right. Uh, I need a Dexterity saving throw. Yeah, fail. Oh, great. Okay, not as good this time. Let's see. 11 damage. Okay. All fire. Screeches again. Oh! Um, I'm out of his range. I'm, oh, wait, no, I'm not, actually. So I'm going to I'm gonna leap off the rock, but... I guess he can take an opportunity attack. Can he? Uh, no, because he's, he's using one arm to bounce the... Okay. It'd be his left arm to balance, and he just did the attack on it, so he le- reaches arm forward, so no. Yeah, I'm going to try to tuck myself behind this rock here. I guess I could go around. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'll get up on the rock and climb up on that rock right there. All right. Back to Korgood. And that's it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take his leg out. His other leg. All right, you're going for the other leg? Yeah. All right. That's a 20. All right, nat 20? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yep. And then uh, that's 1d4, you said? No, it's start with 1d6. 1d6. Yep. Two. You can roll it again or double it. Uh, Four. So, so you're at six plus your mod. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus three, so... So we're at nine? Yeah. Okay. So... Okay. And then it's uh, after image. Okay. Roll a d6. Two. Roll it again. Uh, would that would the after image include the bonus? It will, but roll it again okay. first. Three. Okay. So, so five. Okay. So five. Six, seven, eight. 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 Okay. And then roll your d4 twice. All right. Whoa. Four. Two. So six. This weapon is a fistful of dice. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you sever the other leg as it falls prone now. Right there, down. using both of its arms to hold itself up. Russ, you want to flip mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Timber! <laughs> and then, will you put this on the other leg? The other side of him? Perfect! Uh, making it its turn. Uh, both the legs move a little further this way towards me. Both of them. Yeah, one there. Yeah. Uh, it kind of it swivels its body towards you and then tries to bite you again. Uh, but doesn't. All right. Yeah. Okay. Professor Cranberry. <laughs> I am fascinated by the legs that are moving after they've been after they've been severed, and the fact that this creature, who is in pretty bad shape, also isn't dead yet. <laughs> so uh, I take a moment. I sit down on the rock and I take out my journal and I start taking notes about this creature, and just kind of. Can I see him taking Becoming notes? fascinated you do, you by do it. You see him taking notes. I look over at you and I'm like... All right, go ahead and... I'm, scri- I'm scribbling furiously. You see, like, hair just, like, bouncing up and down and flying all over the places. I'm looking back and forth. I'm just mumbling to myself under my breath. 
and I just. <laughs> All right, yeah. So go, you'll use your action taking notes. Go ahead and put uh, advantage on information about trolls in your notebook for later on. Um, back to Corgood. After you see him sit down, bring out a little notebook and start writing in it. All right, I'm gonna go for the the troll's head. Okay. And try and chop his head off. All right. All right. That's a that's a miss. It's a three plus five. So. All right. Uh, so you miss. Yeah. Okay. That makes it its turn. Uh. You can barely see, almost like it seems to be like muscle slowly forming where the stubs of the legs are, almost like something's forming back out of it. Uh, it tries to bite you though again since it has no legs. 17? No. Okay. Then it's back to Corgood. Or back to Professor Cambry. Okay. <laughs> um, I finish my notes. I close my book. I put it, I just put it back in my little book sling on my backpack. And uh, I clap my hands together, rub them real quick and get them hot. And one more burning hands at second level. You're 10 foot rock right now, right? Yeah. And it's a 15 foot cone. 5, 10, 15. Oh, you'll be in it too. Well, you've been fine so because of the, the height issue. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll jump off 5. Okay. Does that count as 5, 10 or is it just 5? It's 10. All right. I'll jump off 5, 10, 15, 20. And then I'll, again, clap my hands together, rub them, burning hands, dexterity saving throw, or maniacal laugh. No, he's prone, so he can't. All right, cool. D don't forget the maniacal laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's 15 fire damage. All right, so the fire kind of engulfs on it, uh, catching its clothing on fire and everything, too, as it burns into a blaze. Uh, the smell of, like, burning flesh kind of wafts to your nose, uh, but it stops moving. Do I need a dex check? No. no. Yeah, I He's moved, doing the move, so and he was to. doing height above you too. Uh, so. right, 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 right. But it stops moving. <gasps> oh, I feel powerful. I don't breathe a sigh of relief. I keep going, <laughs> and I go for the head. All right. Yeah. So you just cut off the head right there. All right. And you see like it restrike again, and then light on fire too as well. Right. Uh, the head kind of hits the ground. You see the both legs have stopped moving. The head kind of hits, and none of the body moves anymore. All right. I take the the head mm -hmm. and. Um, do I have any? Is there any trolls' clothing I could take? Like no, rip no, off? no, got burnt off. Okay. Uh. Mm, so I'm just gonna take the troll's head and carry it. Okay. Are there any alchemical reagents that trolls offer that I would know about from being from growing up in a gnomish village? Uh, and not that. Also be, having my father being an alchemist. Not that wouldn't be untainted by the sewer. Oh uh, yeah, trolls' blood. Well, that might be, be tainted by the sewer. That might be point. a little more interesting as well to use as a ingredient. What a, what, what would I take? It, it, at this that? point, it's just fecal matter. Sewer taint. I'll take a vial of fecal matter. Okay. You want, okay. Sewer taint, basically, is what you're taking. Okay. Yeah. I just get in there and get my tools out and take a couple samples into some vials and cork them and put them in my pack. All right. And I kind of look at him with disgust. <laughs> <laughs> it's for research. Uh, yeah. Sure. The only way we know more about things is if we look at them All right. and test them. All right, I take Sometimes the taste I, them. I start walking away. All right, <laughs> you, you head back towards the sewer, towards Theo. I keep uh, I keep talking, not noticing you walked away until I realize and say, oh, back up real quick and catch up. Uh, you reach uh, where she was at and uh, head back up the staircase. Uh, good to see you back in one piece. Hopefully the creature is taken care of. And I pull the head. 
Ah, oh, perfect. Alright, here, my spies confiscated this while recovering goods the guards took from us. Hope this works for you. Good luck, and if you ever need something or someone snuck in or out of the city, just let me know. Uh, she hands you a letter from a chest as well as a small tooth dagger and a cloak. Okay. I don't agree with all of your methods, but as long as you're doing good for the city and its people... Are you going to tell us about Jay? Just read the letter. Okay. I, let's read it right now. Yeah, I'll read the letter. All right, you open the letter. <clears throat> Jalkar, I have already sent in my request weeks ago, yet no progress has been uh, made in what we discussed. You told me it was possible, but have yet to tell me what it requires for me to make this work. I implore you to hurry with your studies, for I'm not sure how much longer we can wait. If a request is not enough to remember what happened... Uh, if a request is not enough to remember... If a request is not enough, remember what happened to Kadrod. I doubt you would like that to happen to you, too. Um, and then she gives you the dagger and the cloak. Gifts from me. I like to keep my friends close. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to take the I, the moment real quick. I'll take the cloak. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, you can have the dagger as well. I'll take the dagger. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm going to take this moment to kind of attune myself with the sword I just used. All right. Yeah. Um and yeah, do you have a place we can maybe sit rest. down and catch there's our a, breath? A couch in the corner, maybe. Oh yeah, oh, lovely. Yeah, perfect. You can short rest there on that couch. Okay, we short rest. I I want to talk Theo's ear off about just stuff that I I'm sure she doesn't understand. All right, she <laughs> listens to the best intent that she can muster of faking it. Uh one d ten. So it's the sword of Emerald Vale. Okay, it's its name. Uh, sword of Emerald Veil. What? What's your alignment? I am lawful. Lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Okay. Yeah. Because of the drink, you know. Uh, sorry. Could you say what it's called again? The sword of the sword of Emerald Veil. Okay. Sword of Emerald. Veil. Yep. Cake. El Sole El Imarali. Uh, it's just a normal short sword for attack, but when you attack with it, it <laughs> no, makes a no. after image of itself, dealing the same amount of damage or dealing the same amount of damage die you did the first time, and dealing an extra one d four fire damage at the end. Okay. Sweet. But can only be used by those of lawfulness. Okay. But it doesn't care what lawful, as long as you follow a code. All right. A moral code is all it's needed. Yeah. Which means I can't go within five feet of it. Nope. <laughs> Are you kidding? Good. And then you have yeah. the Dragon Tooth Dagger, which is a plus one attack on hit, attack and hit, and it hit on hit does 1d6 acid damage. I do? No, the dagger. The, the, oh, the dagger. Oh. You, you yeah. Oh, yeah. Say it again. It's a, plus, it's a Dragon Tooth Dagger, so it has plus one for attack and hit, so damage and attack. Uh, and on hit, it deals an additional 1d6 acid damage. All right. And then Cloak of Elvenkind, or perception checks to find you have disadvantage. You have an advantage on stealth checks while the hood's up. Okay. Awesome. And that's where I went. Yeah. All right. Uh, it was a good run. We'll uh, see you next week. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Elemental Dungeons podcast. And uh, I'm Russell. I'm David. I'm Brandon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.